Auckland Action Against Poverty believes a government campaign urging struggling households to find money in weird places is disrespectful and smacks of privilege. The joint campaign with consumer and energy groups provides advice on power savings that Minister Megan Woods says could save families up to $500 on their annual power bills. Things like operating a heat pump efficiently, shortening showers and changing washing cycles to cold and switching appliances off when not in use. We asked some people on the street what they think of the campaign. It's advice we already know. It's a little bit condescending. I think that's a really feeble advice for a much bigger issue. Like That's not really a solution. It makes it look, look like the consumers are the problem. I think it's a policy problem, not a consumer problem. I think it's absolutely ridiculous. OK, limit showers if you feel you need to, but I'm not a fan, to be yeah. honest. I think they're trying to, they're doing it in the right tone and then they're putting it out there for people to take on board. So might have been things they haven't thought about. So, yeah, no problem with them giving advice, um, especially with the cost of living getting increased, especially a young baby on board, four months old. Any help we can get is greatly appreciated, I suppose. No, I think it's a pretty good point. It's like a pretty good uh, incentive to save money, especially for like individuals. Like Everyone can do that, everyone can save the money. The blame is kind of being shifted onto them um, as opposed to the broader issues that are happening. It's kind of a slap in the face really when the government is spending this, the, the budget is bigger than ever, they're bringing in more tax money than ever and they're still telling people to, to, to literally can't, to not do like, the most basic things. And joining us now is Auckland Action Against Poverty Coordinator Brooke Post-Stanley. Tēnā koe, Brooke. Uh, tēnā koe. What are your thoughts on this campaign? I think my initial thoughts are inappropriate for radio, but I think uh, it reflects the lack of connection to communities. I mean, people and families are doing their best to navigate how much it costs to live right now by actually foregoing using electricity, food, power, petrol, rent, um, juggling these things every day. And for many of uh, for many of the people that we work with day to day, and it's really just another business as usual day in a col- colonial capitalist house. So is it fair to say that you were angered when you saw this? Is that the polite way of putting it? Yeah, I mean, that's a euphemistic way of putting it, I think. But um, I just feel frustrated. These poverty is a systemic issue and it requires collaborative systemic solutions. And I think it doesn't recognise that people are already doing so many of these things and beyond to ensure that they have enough money for the other things that are essential in their lives. Tell us a little bit about what you're seeing with the people that you help and advocate for. Um, I mean, I think this has been going on for a long time, even before this cost of living hit um, many many more of us. But we see people all the time having to juggle their bills, um, coming in and requiring support, extra support from work and income. Um, and just doing their best, I think we also... On top of that, we see a lot of resilience from the communities. We, we see a lot of community organisations having to step in to do the extra work to hold communities together because of the lack of support from central government. Um, and so it is tough. It's really tough for people and families and communities right now. And the people that are actually having to hold our communities together are community organisations. And I just want to shout out all the people on the ground that are doing this work. The, the issue that some people would raise, and the Prime Minister has said this himself, that there's always energy-saving campaigns around this type of the year. So this is not new. So in your mind, what makes this different? Is it about timing? I think it just speaks, like, as I mentioned earlier, yeah, read the room. Like, 
where inflation is at its highest, people are having to access food banks um, regularly, more regularly. People there, where we have the highest amounts of people accessing the accommodation supplement, um, petrol is high. Everything is literally going up, and benefits aren't going up, and neither are wages. And then we have a campaign from the government um, that shifts the blame of the systemic issues actually and solutions that they can provide for our communities back onto people um, and families and communities. And I just think they talk about, you know, having to tighten their budgets, likening their budgets to household budgets. Okay. Well, if you're going to, I mean, it's not actually like that at all, but if you want to play that, then also look after people like a family then. And this isn't, None of these things, this campaign, um, and even within their term, have looked to support that, that idea of that they should be looking after people as a family. Brooke, we're almost out of time, but what the Prime Minister said today is he said, I think they've got their tone a bit off in terms of the campaign. In a sentence, what would be your message to him? That's not good enough. I mean, I think you can offer so many more solutions. We can look at making services free in our communities so that people don't have to forego things like using electricity. We should look at making sure that actually electricity should be free, like food, power, petrol should, you know, those things we should look at making free so that communities don't have to rely on where they're at um, to be well. And the government has all the levers to be able to do that. Thank you for your time, Brooke. Appreciate it. That's Brooke Poe-Stanley, who is from Auckland Action Against Poverty, the coordinator there.